All right, y'all, welcome to another episode of the Good News Cast. This is going to be a, uh, a short and sweet one. Uh, Jeff's out today. I'm going to be elaborating on some of the things we talked about last week. We just started a podcast series on um, uh, essentially church, uh, but more specifically, how do you pick a church? How do you kind of, uh, let's say, examine a church and figure out what a church is all about and things like that if you're trying to pick a church? How do you thrive at a church? And then also kind of the pressing question that many Christians face at some point in their life, uh, when and uh, if and when uh, do I leave a church? And and particularly is this issue that that's now on my mind about my church reason to leave? And when does a uh, when does an issue rise to the level of being caused to leave a church? And then even we'll probably get into maybe how to leave a church respectfully and honorably um, and do that in, in in the best way possible. But I'm going to elaborate just for a little bit on what we talked about last week on some things that are that are really kind of near and dear to my heart and my thinking about church in particular, what we talked about last week. We, we said last week that uh, when you ask the question, what is a church all about? Maybe you're visiting a church and you're trying to figure out, like, what's the thing here? What's the thing that drives them? We said it needs to be the gospel. On a gut level, you we can kind of talk about this on a gut level. What's this church all about? What seems to, to, to captivate uh, the leaders of the church? What seems to really uh, be the dominating thing uh, in the culture at the church, the thing that's really captivated and gripped the church that seems to drive and shape everything they do. Uh, we could say this more specifically, biblically. Uh, Paul in 1 Corinthians 15, he, he says the gospel is of first importance. It's of first importance. So what seems to be of first importance at any particular church, maybe the church you're visiting? Um, is it the gospel or is it something else? 1 Corinthians 2.2, Paul said, I decided to know nothing among you, nothing but Christ and him crucified. Uh, Galatians 2.20, Paul said, the life I live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. So Jesus in his love for us and his giving himself for us, this is what Paul, uh, uh, his life revolved around setting his eyes on that. Uh, Hebrews 12, we run this race looking to Jesus. So Jesus is the thing. The gospel is the thing. Christ and him crucified must be the thing. It's it's our hope and desire at Redeemer. At our particular local church that we serve at, Jeff and I, um, and our elders, that that the gospel is the thing, that Jesus is uh, the, the thing. If you're looking at a church, you're visiting churches, you're trying to land down at a church, um, really, maybe specifically, you can look at sermons, uh, whether whether a church um, thinks it or not. Uh, it's my conviction that that the preaching at a, ter- at a church, the preaching and teaching at a church is going to drive and shape that church uh, like nothing else. So look at the sermons, listen to the sermons. What seems to be the thing that captivates the preacher? Or the preachers, what seems to be the thing that that that, that the sermons are always all about um, and delivering to people, um, or the classes and the main topics that the church seems to always be coming back and teaching through, and things like that. Is it the gospel? Uh, is it the good news of Christ and Him crucified for you, or or is it something else? Now, here's the thing: we've got to get more specific uh, about what it means for the gospel to be the thing. Um, at a church because uh, a church or a pastor or pastors can talk 
uh, uh, constantly, incessantly about Jesus and about the gospel, um, but not in uh, uh, necessarily the way that 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 we hope to be about the gospel and talk about the gospel in in a kind of a a constant dominating way. Here at Redeemer, um, a church can talk incessantly about Jesus. Um, in a way that that wouldn't line up with what what I'm saying here, what we're trying to do here at Redeemer, and th- this is this is what I mean. Um, y- you can talk about Jesus uh, Christ uh, for you, uh, meaning uh, for God so loved the world that He gave His one and only Son for the world, that He gave Jesus for you, and so there when you're talking about Christ, you're talking about him and his work on behalf of you, on behalf of the world, for the world, okay? Now, you could talk all about Jesus, and sermons could be constantly talking about Jesus, but in the context of maybe Christ being formed in us, maybe the work of Christ in us, not for us, uh, meaning primarily centrally his life his death his resurrection for us but but the present work of the holy spirit now in us the spirit of christ in us to to conform us to his image right and so this would kind of be uh, essentially the realm of sanctification where maybe a church is always talking about jesus um, but it's always the context of now that you're saved now that you're in christ now that you're justified uh, we're always talking about you growing and becoming more like Christ, which is absolutely necessary to be talking about, absolutely biblical. Uh, that is what the Spirit is doing. The Spirit is making us more like Jesus. That is happening. That is something we should talk about. That is something that we should preach about. That is something that the Bible talks about. But that would be, we just I'm just trying to make it distinct. That's a distinct thing um, when we're talking about Christ being formed in us or sanctification, uh, that's a distinct thing from talking about Christ for us, the gift of Jesus, uh, his life, death, and resurrection, his salvation for us. Or maybe we could talk about Christ, but always in the context of Christ for others, Christ for those who don't know him, Christ for those who don't yet believe in him, Christ for those outside the church. So um, this could be, you know, now that you are justified now that you believe in Jesus, you've been forgiven of your sins, you have eternal life in him, now it's time to go, right? It's maybe the the main thing is not so much you growing as so much as is you going, you being on mission and introducing more people uh, to to Jesus. So I the, the point here I'm just trying to trying to make the simple point is I'm just wanting to get more specific when we say the thing at a church and and again our hope here at Redeemer that is that our thing is Jesus, and what we mean by that um, is actually is is a bit more specific because it could mean any one of those. It could mean yes, we're all about Jesus, and what we mean by that is we're all about our church being equipped to be on mission to share Jesus with other people. That's a great thing. That's a biblical thing. That's something we should be doing. And the question is, is that the thing? Is that like what people say? This is the thing. Um, uh, at the church. We have to distinguish between these things because, especially because I think the language of gospel-centeredness, being gospel-centered, 
um, is very popular. It really became a very popular, maybe in the last like, I'm not sure, 10, 15 years. Um, and you, you really have to ask the question, well, what does a church mean when they say that they are uh, gospel-centered? Uh, I spent a good amount of time in a broader church world and tribe uh, that included, you know, multiple different denominations and and very different churches who were all, in some form or fashion, like-minded around certain uh, doctrines or uh, values, and and being gospel-centered was a core core reality um, in this church world uh, that that I was in. Um, and and I mean, I could even say, in some sense, maybe I'm still kind of uh, in this broader broader world, but. Um, uh, being gospel centered was everything, right? Like it, it was the language everyone used and and uh, described everything that they were about that they're that they're gospel centered. But the more time I spent in that world, um, kind of again a bigger, broader kind of church world, I realized gospel centered didn't quite mean what maybe I wanted it to mean, uh, what I thought it 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 should mean biblically speaking, and what I wanted it to mean for. Uh, for my own church, I began to see that really gospel-centered was was more of an adjective to talk about the same things. Um, th- this is kind of what I mean. Like um, maybe a church is uh, says, you know, we're not, man, we we're not all about like you. We're not all about uh, you and your performance and and that sort of thing, and you doing your spiritual disciplines, and uh, we're not all about that. No, we're about we're gospel centered. So you're like, okay, well, this sounds good. Like, yeah, I don't, I don't, me and my spiritual disciplines, uh, I don't want that to be like the central thing, the central message. Um, I, I want it to be the gospel. And so this sounds good. That no, this church is saying they're gospel centered, not you centered. But then over time, you you kind of realize that that really gospel centered kind of meant well this church still seems to constantly be putting me and my spiritual performance and my sanctification at the center, but it's always described in a gospel-centered way. It's kind of like, um, uh, you need to grow and get better um, and become more like Jesus, uh, but remember Jesus loves you. Uh, and, And you do this because Jesus loves you. And that's absolutely true and biblical. We we should be motivated by and fueled by the love of Jesus for us in our activity in sanctification. However, um, if you kind of notice there, if I made any sense at all, you are still at the center potentially. And again, I've spent world where this was the case where uh, my spiritual disciplines or my spiritual gl- growth or being on mission or whatever it, it was was that was the real center. But of course, it was it was described as well. It's it's gospel centered because we know it's all because Jesus loves us, right? So we're still focused on ourselves, but um, but we're always remembering that that we're doing it because Jesus loves us. And so Jesus loves you. Christ and Him crucified for you is really a stepping stone. It's an important one. It's one you have to have. You know, without it, you're not even Christian. <laughs> you know, it's just pure moralism uh, or legalism. Um, and so Jesus loves you uh, is there, and it's important. It's a necessity, but it's a stepping stone. It's a stepping stone back to you, back to to something else other than Jesus. 
And so if you kind of understand the law and the gospel distinction and the difference between the law and the gospel, I started to call it gospel-centered law. So rather than it just being, you know, harping on the Ten Commandments, um, it was uh, gospel-centered uh, law. It was still harping on the Ten Commandments with this little kind of caveat or, or, or tag that, and remember Jesus loves you, and remember you can't earn God's love. Um, and but, but you're still left with like, the thing still seems to be something other than Jesus. It's just the gospel has been added as this stepping stone. And the point is that you're moving away from the gospel, even as maybe maybe you, the church, uh, the sermons still talk all about Jesus all the time, but you just, you don't feel like you're ever actually really given Jesus for you. It always leads to something else. It's a stepping stone uh, to something else. And it, so here's the key. When we say that we want the gospel to be the thing, the thing at our local church, the thing that you should look for as you look for a church, if that's what's going on in your world, um, what we mean is is the good news of Jesus dying and rising for you. Christ and him crucified for you. As Paul said in Galatians 2.20, uh, living by faith in the Son of God who loved you and gave himself for you. This is the thing of utmost and first importance um, that your church, uh, you want to be at a church that's going back to this again and again, that's calling you again and again and again to come to him totally empty-handed um, and to come to him, to fix your eyes on him. A church that, yes, calls you to run the race with endurance, but doing it, looking to Jesus, never graduating from Jesus, never graduating from Christ and him crucified, never graduating from Jesus loves me, this I know, for the Bible tells me. So your church has to be about this because this is what you need. You and I need this again and again and again. We need the gospel again and again and again, even as Christians. Again, I mean, it's, it's just such, Galatians 2 is so key, where the Apostle Paul, the Apostle Paul said, you want to know how I live my life? You don't know what my eyes are fixed on. You know what I'm thinking about and, and going back to again and again, that the Son of God loves me and gave himself for me. That, that was the thing for Paul, and he wanted churches to be about that thing. So uh, if the main diet at your church or maybe the church you're, you're visiting is something other than Jesus and him crucified for you, then the gospel is going to be pushed to the side uh, unintentionally, unintentionally pushed to the side, overshadowed, and unintentionally in many ways lost. If that's the, if the main diet is anything other than Christ and him crucified for you, even if it's good biblical things like the need for us and the desire to become more like Jesus and to be on mission to share Jesus with other and to um, uh, love and serve one another in the church and love and serve those outside of the church. These are all great biblical things that we need to be talking about, preaching as they come up in the scriptures. Um, but if those are the thing, the central thing, the gospel is going to be overshadowed, pushed to the side, and in many ways lost, um, uh, all maybe unintentionally. And the result will be you or 
the congregation being totally worn out, totally exhausted, depleted, and it, and and often hurting, like hurting, feeling beat up, and you don't necessarily know why. And you go back to the church again and again, hoping for relief, hoping for encouragement, hoping for healing, but you're just you just never get it. You never get it because um, because the thing is not Christ for you. In some way, it's always it always kind of comes back to you, you know, uh, even if it's like gospel centered, you. Um, now, I, I I totally hear the pushback that that could become well. Okay, Colin, what about sanctification? What about talking about becoming more like Jesus? What about mission? What about community? What about these great, totally biblical things? And I already said yes and amen to those things. However, those things only happen because of Christ for us. Those things only happen because of the power of the gospel. And if those things become the main thing, the central thing, the, the foundational thing, the thing of first importance, if those things, something other than the gospel becomes uh, of first importance, not only do you lose the gospel, but you lose those very things. Like if if mission to the lost is like the thing, right? It's the thing that sermons are always coming back to and ending on and leaving you with. It's just what the church is all about all the time. Um, what are you bringing to the lost? Are you bringing the idea of mission? I mean, if mission is the thing, then what are you bringing to the lost? Or if community is the thing, right? What is your community actually rallying around? What binds you together? What's the unifying reality? Is it just the idea of community? We're in community to be in community for the sake of community. Or if sanctification is the thing, it's the thing, right? I know I'm kind of speaking like gut level language here. It's the thing. It's the central thing. Um, Where's the power for it? Where's the fuel for it? Where does sanctification even come from? When we're running the race, where are we looking? To talk in Hebrews 12 language, where are our eyes fixed? Are our eyes fixed on the idea of sanctification? Will sanctification happen by constantly talking about sanctification? Uh, The thing must be the gospel. And what I mean by that specifically is it must be Christ and him crucified. Uh, It must be that Christ died according to the scriptures, that Christ rose from the dead according to the scriptures, uh, that God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son, that whoever believes in him would not perish but have eternal life. This is the thing. The gospel will result in believing the gospel a church who believes in the gospel, who's constantly going back to the gospel, who never graduates from the gospel, will find itself on mission. Because that's gonna that's what the Holy Spirit's going to do. The Holy Spirit's going to work through the gospel to put people on mission, to introduce more people uh, to Jesus. A church that makes the gospel the main thing will find itself in community with one another, loving and serving one another. A church that makes the gospel the main thing will grow to become more like Jesus because as you fix your eyes on Jesus, you become more like him. This is the power of the gospel. The power of the gospel is to justify us and to sanctify us and to bring us home to glory. So if you are looking for a church, you are maybe wrestling with some issues at your own church, whatever it might be, um, uh, maybe start here. Maybe start here. 
what's my church seem to be about? Are they about the gospel? And if you go, yeah, they're, they're always talking about the gospel. They're always talking about Jesus. Go to that second question. What do they mean, though? What's the context? Is it always Jesus for the lost? Is it always me becoming more like Jesus? Um, is it always me loving my community like Jesus? Or is the thing Jesus for me? Jesus for you, the grace of God in Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of sins for me over and over and over again. That is what you need. And it's what I need. It's what I need. I'm speaking all from experience. Um, I could share a lot more about my own journey, maybe at a later time. I've got some other older podcasts that, that dive into this a bit more personally, but this is what I need. This is what I'm desperate for. I'm desperate for it. This is what I have to have. I have to have again and again and again the good news of Jesus, Jesus' love for me again and again and again. And this is what church is all about. Because in Jesus, you find everything you need, you have rest for your soul for all of eternity, and in Jesus, you behold the glory of God.